Notre Dame fans, welcome back to the Irish Breakdown podcast game prediction. My name is Brian Driscoll. I'm the publisher at irishbreakdown.com. Joined today by our football analyst, Vince D'Addario. And Vince, we're going to do Notre Dame Syracuse now. And uh, the the question isn't really who we think is going to win. I think the question now is, is how bad do we think Notre Dame is going to win. I mean, look, we, we talked about this in our podcast, our our normal breakdown of this game podcast. This is not a very good Syracuse team. Um, somebody somebody said to me on a thing like, you know, I made a comment about how Notre Dame is not losing this game, and the response was, well, you know, Syracuse, a really bad Syracuse team beat Notre Dame in 2008. And I said, yeah, but that wasn't a very good Notre Dame team either. <laughs> so, uh, different scenario, I think. You know, Brian Kelly's proven since the twenty post twenty sixteen makeover that these are not games that they lose. So, right. uh, if you're if you're waiting in suspense of whether or not we're going to pick Notre Dame, uh, wait no longer. We're both picking Notre Dame. Uh, so now what we're going to do is we're going to give our score predictions. Spoiler alert! About, I know, right? Just ruined it all at the beginning. Um, we're going to talk about uh, how we see the game playing out, and then we're going to give game balls. So, Vince, let's start with you. Uh, what as you've been back and forth? What is your game prediction for Notre Dame versus Syracuse? So I, I hate to steal a line from the great Brian Driscoll, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to no pay raises. <laughs> I, I I feel like I want to give a game prediction mm-hmm. based on what should happen, right. not necessarily what will happen, right? And that's right. and I know that's kind of your line, but I really feel that this game just screams that mm-hmm. uh, because what should happen is Notre Dame should be able to score at will. Uh, they should be able to pick the manner in which they score. Uh, even when they bring in the backups, they should continue to score. So my, my prediction is, is 52 to seven. Okay. Um, and, and I think honestly, so you already kind of just jumped right into how you think the game's going to go out, right? Just dive that, right in. Okay. 52 I, you, to seven. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. my, my score prediction because look, Again, Notre Dame should be able to score at will. And uh, I, I want to see them come out of the gate strong. I want to see them come out of the gate fast. I want to see them, you know, take some shots. Uh, and, we, and, we, and we talked about this a little bit in our, in our preview podcast. But uh, I, I agree with a lot of the stuff that we talked about back then. Uh, and so I'm going to echo it today. I, I just feel like Notre Dame needs to impose their will. And they need to do it in the first half. And this game should be over at halftime and then when the when they start to sprinkle in the seconds and things of that nature that's when they can they need to continue running the offense i don't want to just see uh drew pine or or anybody else come in just hand the ball off you know i I, that that's i don't want to see that i want to see them run the offense because you never know what can happen to ian book so brennan clark needs to be he needs to be able to prove that he can run the offense and this is a perfect opportunity to do that so I mean, if you Lots can't do it get, now, if you can't do it against a glorified <laughs> high school team, then right. you're not going to be able to do it against yeah, Clemson. Or, yeah, I mean, they're, know. They're, they're just they're not, they're not good. I mean, they're, they're really yeah. bad. So 52 to 7 is how you see yes. this game going. Yes. Um, for me, Vince, you know, I've kind of been back and forth. I, for, for a minute, I was like, you know, I think they may come out sloppy and, and those kind of things. But, you know, I just really feel like this team is focused and motivated. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like ever since the Clemson win, you know, I think this team realizes what's in front of it, you yeah, know, and, and it's not just an ACC championship. Like, you know, I talked to a friend who said, you know, is he, he was worried about maybe a little bit of a, not that he's worried about them losing, but, you know, maybe they don't play as well because there's a letdown because they've clinched the ACC title. And I was like, you know, yeah, they want to play for an ACC title. That would be phenomenal to, to join the ACC for a year win the title, shut everyone up about joining the league, and then bounce. 
Uh, but this team has bigger aspirations, I believe. I um, agree. And, and at least they should. And I believe that they do. So, and, and I, I mentioned the other podcast, I think that this game, the, the Wake Forest game getting canceled is going to help Notre Dame. And so as mm-hmm. I, I was like 34 to three and, you know, because thir- I remember the, you know, there's some times I think when Brady Quinn was quarterback and other guys where, you know, senior days just hasn't been a great day, but mm-hmm. this is a really bad Syracuse team. So I finally settled on a, on a, I do think it's going to be a convincing win. I do think it's going to be something along the lines of 45 uh, to nine. Uh, you know, I think maybe 45 to 10, excuse me. I think that Syracuse is going to get a fourth quarter touchdown. Uh, and, and that's about it. You know, I think yeah. this is going to be a, a dominant performance. And, you know, I mean, when, you know, Vince, this is one of the most, this is one of the biggest mismatches I've ever seen statistically. I'm, I'm going to pull up the stats comparing the Notre Dame defense and, and the Clemson, and the, excuse me, the Syracuse offense. These are national ranks. All right, so this is the Notre Dame scoring defense against the Syracuse scoring offense. There's 127 teams in college football, right? Like, look at this, and then look at that. And then this is a little low because, um, you know, they just don't turn a lot, force a lot of turnovers. But they turn over ball over a lot. And then you look at rush defense. This is even worse for them. Um, and this 40 touchdowns, this is actually not as – they are higher than this. Part of that is – this is based on pure numbers, and there's teams that have played two, three games that haven't given up you right. know, that many touchdowns. This is a, they're a top 10 type of – top 10 to 15 uh, rush TDs allowed if you look at them per game. Uh, and then the pass right. isn't much better, right? And so uh, when you just look at what Syracuse does in the pass game uh, and you compare it to what Notre Dame does in, the, uh, in their pass defense, that's an area where you think, well, maybe they could have a little bit of success, but no, they're pretty terrible there too. Uh, you know, so when you just when you look at it, Vince, this is just an utter mismatch. And you know, I think that Notre Dame is gonna. You know, I'm gonna save a little bit for my game ball prediction, but I think Notre Dame is gonna come out offensively and and be hot and roll early, and and put this game away early. So let's transition into that. Uh, okay. Let's talk game balls. So okay. Put in so since we since we make predictions off of what should happen, which is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, honestly, it's almost kind of like a, it's an easy way out because if it doesn't happen that way, we say what should have happened that way, but you know, it didn't. So let's do a little prediction, you know, so where Mm -hmm. we actually have to put some skin in the game basically. Uh, and that is go with game balls. So Mm -hmm. you have to not only predict how you think the game will go, but you have to kind of now predict specifically players that you think are going to stand out. So let's begin with your game ball on offense and then I'll give mine and then we'll go to defense. So let's start off with your, who, who at the end of the game is going to not, maybe not be given the game ball sentimentally, but who's going to earn the game ball. Well, I, it's funny that you say that as the lead into to where we're going here because my answer is actually going to be the same for who I think the coaching staff would get the game ball to sentimentally and who I think is going to get the game ball realistically. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think, look, I, you, you've said it before and it bears repeating. Um, it, look, Ian Book is, is Brian Kelly's favorite child. 
mm-hmm. um, and that and that's and I'm I'm sorry to his actual children, um, <laughs> but that's just a fact. Uh, and so I think he would get the game ball uh, sentimentally, and but I think they'll also I think this game is going to be called so that Ian Book has a big game in his final game at Notre Dame Stadium, mm-hmm. and and we talked about it in our last podcast. He's going to go out undefeated at mm-hmm. home, which is an amazing mm-hmm. accomplishment. That that's. Look, the no matter how average great, the competition has been outside of class, yeah. and it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's you win still, all your games at home over the parts of three seasons. Yeah, that, that's that's impressive. It's an accomplishment, and that's something he should be very proud of. And it, honestly, the coaching staff sending him out with a game plan that he should be very successful in is is what I would do yeah. too. I, that's what I would do. I'm going to send my guy out you know, on the, the big white charger and, and, and he's going to be the guy going off into the sunset out of Notre Dame stadium up the tunnel. Right. So I think that Ian book's going to have a big game. I think he's going to throw for over 300. I think he could have three to four touchdowns and he'll deserve the game ball when mm-hmm. it's all said and done on the offensive side. I think he's gonna have a big day. That's where I'm going to, uh, you know, I kind of have jokingly uh, about the sentimental part because I knew that we were both going with Ian book for the game ball. <laughs> right. um, look, Brian Kelly has, is just, I mean, I've never seen him defend a player the way he does Ian book. I mean, it, it's, it's just, uh, we'll leave it at there. You know, um, I don't and, even talk and, about my own side. And, and to the point where it's like guys that are actually having really great seasons from start to finish are getting overshadowed because of the hype always is about Ian book. You know, it's like, Oh, he's a Heisman contender. Well, what about the first five games of the year? You know, those kind of things. But here's, here's what the reality is now. The last three games, Ian book has been outstanding, outstanding. No doubt. Uh, and, and he, you know, he has put the team on his shoulders in a couple games and, and it, Really, for one full game, that was against Boston College. But in some really big moments against Clemson, he did the same thing. You know, when the game was on the line, a couple minutes left, you have to go 90-plus yards. I mean, he made some great plays. Yeah. Uh, Played great in overtime. You know, so uh, he is playing hot. And I think that he is also a guy that has – quarterbacks get a lot of criticism when they're the quarterback at Notre Dame. Ian Book, because he's played longer than every other quarterback that I've ever known, except maybe Brady Quinn – is getting even more criticism because it's sure. over a period of, of, of several years. And, and so, you know, Brian Kelly has defended him so much. It just makes me think like, why would they then not build this game plan towards Ian having a big day? Uh, sure. Number one, I think it's better for the team moving forward because mm-hmm. I think it, it allows them to continue working on that pass game. Look, they know they can run the ball, right? And just coming Absolutely. out and running it down Syracuse's throat doesn't, doesn't prove, prove anything. anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> You know, it doesn't really make you better. It doesn't, you know, there's some things I'd want to, hey, are there some concepts that we've been wanting to work on, but we just haven't been able right. to get them in there? Uh, you know, if Braden Lindsay's back, you know, there's some things I think they should do with him to kind of get him going, uh, some screens, some bits, some things like that. So I, I do think they're going to come out and, and build a game plan towards Ian really dominating. Uh, and I mentioned in the other podcast, I actually think it'd be cool to kind of, if they do do, if they do that, um, and in the third quarter, maybe go down and, and score a touchdown and maybe come out the next series and, you know, they're up big, you know, 42 to nothing or something like that. Have them hand the ball off and then have them come off the field, you know, kind of like what they do in basketball a lot. Right. You know, you have somebody run they, on the field. Yeah. And, 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 and um, I'm a Broncos fan, and the Broncos actually did this in the, in the in Super Bowl 33 with John Elway. Uh, so after they had clinched the game, he was out there. I think he took a knee and then ran off and then the, the – the backup quarterback went in there and, and finished the game. Uh, so you could kind of get that moment. And I think sure. that'd be really cool for Ian Book. 
uh, to have that because he is yep. Kelly's guy. I mean, he's Kelly's guy. He's his quarterback. He's the guy he's defended. Uh, and he's the guy that's carried him the last three games. You know, other yeah. guys carried him the first five uh, and last year and the year before that. But, you know, Ian Book, to finish his career undefeated at home and then to kind of come off like that, uh, he's had some big games at home. You know, I think back to his first career start at home against Stanford. He was brilliant in that game. And the funny thing is he hasn't played a lot of home games. If you Because you go back to 2018, he didn't play against Michigan, Ball State, right. and Vanderbilt, right? right. Which, were, which were three sloppy wins for Notre Dame that year. And so, uh, you know, and then, and then later that year he got hurt against Northwestern and didn't play against Florida State at right. home. Uh, so he hasn't had a ton of opportunities to play at home either. Uh, and, and, but he's had some big games even with – limited opportunities I think he only played like what one home game his first year as a starter wow if I yeah, remember right. correctly because he, well, he didn't come in and usually the, the schedule's front loaded with home games so right yeah that would make sense so he might he might have played in two I'm trying to think of, of another game from the 2018 season I know there was another one but he, he you know but he still he, he finished undefeated at home right uh and had some big games and, and especially recently you know Clemson so I think that'd be a cool moment uh, I, I see him thrown for 300 plus yards, three, four touchdowns, uh, and a lot of it in the first half, you yep. know, and then yeah, absolutely. you come in and, and you do the different things. So we're both going Ian Book on offensive game balls. Let's go to defense, Vince. This is okay. where I think we may have, we didn't actually talk about this one. No, we didn't. Um, Cause we just, you know, this one, it, it, less <laughs> of a storyline. Uh, so uh, game ball for the defense, Vince. Well, here's why my game ball is going where it's going, because number one, this, this team can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. And, and Notre Dame is one of the best teams in the nation against the rush. Mm-hmm. So you know that that front is going to dominate the run game. Yep. Second, uh, the, if Syracuse wants to be good, they've got to throw the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is a quarterback-driven offense they have to try to throw the ball they're going to try to get the deep ball they're going to try to get the big play against Notre Dame and the only way to do that is to go up and over the top which means mm-hmm. they're going to sit in the pocket for a minute mm-hmm. and and try to make that happen well that's where guys like Dalen Hayes mm-hmm. uh, I think he's going to dominate in the run game and I think he's going to pick up a couple sacks because mm-hmm. I think it's good there's going to be like a big bullseye on whatever quarterback they want to throw in there. <laughs> I don't know who their quarterback is going to be at this point in time. I mean, right. it, I, what, I feel bad for their quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. But whoever it is is going to have a big bullseye, and number nine is just mm-hmm. going to be like the bull, just yeah. just going right at that thing. So I just think number nine is going to have a big day. Uh, and since it's also his last game at Notre yeah. Dame State, I could, just, I could see him getting the game ball on defense. And, and I think with when you look at what Dalen has done for no, at Notre Dame off the field, uh, mm-hmm. And not just based on what happened this summer with the social justice stuff, but you just go back to his whole career. He's always been heavily involved in the community, big time into the outreach programs. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to have him kind of have a similar sure. moment to Ian Book, but I just don't think that they're going to think about that the way that they do about possibly doing that for Ian Book. Um, I thought we were going to go you. So you went all sem- sentimental on me. You I did. Went, I guess. I, and then, yeah, I and then you also you picked the two hottest guys on the team. As well, yes. I mean, yeah, Dalen Hayes his, starting with the Georgia Tech game has really second yeah. half against Clemson. I thought he got pretty. He was make Dalen was making plays, but then overtime he makes the big sack. Uh, Georgia Tech, he had some huge plays against Georgia Tech, and then the last two games he's just been tremendous. So on fire, yeah. At first, however, Vince, I thought you and I were going to be saying the same thing. You start talking about wanting to throw the ball over to the top, and I thought you're going to go with Kyle Hamilton, and that's my pick. Okay, and, and I'm going with for two reasons. One is practical, and the other is sort of a sentimental kind of thing, sort of. 
practically, I do th- like you said, they're gonna they're gonna throw the ball, especially if Notre Dame does what we think they're gonna do offensively, which is come out and just put points on the board early. They're gonna have to. They're gonna yeah. have to throw the ball. And and I see Kyle Hamilton being a guy that's gonna lay out some crossing routes. He's gonna lay out some guys on screen plays, and I think he's gonna have a pick or two. And part of that, the sentimental reason is, I guess it's sentimental. I don't know what other word to use for this one. I think he's going to be kind of ticked off about getting kicked out of the game this week. I would be. Uh, And and I think he's going to, and he's not the kind I mean, he's not the kind of player he's ticked off. He's going to just go Sean Taylor, a few guys. That's, that's not Kyle's personality. I don't I I don't mean it like that. I I'm looking more, he's going to pick off a couple balls. He's going to have a breakup or two because they're going to test Mm -hmm. him. He's going to be focused and locked in really wanting to, you know, show himself out. But I also think their opportunities are going to be there and sure. And I don't think these quarterbacks are the most accurate or, you know, or guys that get the ball out on time. And that's when you've got Kyle Hamilton in zone, you don't want to be throwing the ball late. And I think that they will. And so I think he's going to make some plays. So I think they're going to get a defensive touchdown this game. It's, it's, oh, I, 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 I think do. the defense could score one or two times, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I, that's, that's how good the Notre Dame defense is versus how bad this right. Syracuse offense right. is. That, and, and I, like the rest I, of their team, they're, they're going to play hard. I mean, Syracuse plays hard. Of they course. Battle, but yeah. they're just not good. Uh, right. And, and this, is, this is a mismatch. I mean, this is, in my opinion, the best Notre Dame defense we've seen under Brian Kelly. At least, sure. It just is, you know, right. and and um, it just – this is a really impressive defense, and I don't see them taking a step back against Syracuse. I just – I just – I don't know why. Like, I always get nervous about games like this, not win or lose, but like, oh, they're going to they're gonna play bad. It's kind of like in. the Georgia Tech game where they just, they just didn't have that, that killer instinct to just really bury that team. Um, that's because I think they were thinking – I mean, they, they had the Tigers on their mind. Sure. You know, that that's what they were thinking about. And and but that's not the case anymore. I mean, it's you got a bye week next week. So right. th- just hang it all out. It's your it's your, like you it's said, Dalen Hayes, Adi Ogandiji, yeah. you know, Nick McLeod perhaps. I mean, Sean Crawford, you know, you know, wasn't he on the twenty twelve team? So, you know, he's been on the t- the two great defenses. I think he's probably coaching that team. I'm I mean, sorry. I was oh, mean. I love yeah. Sean Crawford, and that's why so I, I. I, I say it. He's a great kid. But, like, this is his last game at Notre Dame Stadium most likely. So, um, I mean, he could be, come back to get his doctor. Technically, he could. I don't think he, he will because he was thinking about not coming back this year. I know. I remember, uh, yeah. but Because uh, he originally know, so, announced, I believe, that he wasn't he coming back. And he, then... It wasn't an announcement as much as it was a response to a question. But Yeah, right, know, right, but, right, but, right. Yeah, but and, – and I'm so glad to see him come back and, and – and, uh, and be successful. Successful. Wood did knock on here to make it through a full season healthy. I sure. knocked on wood. Don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, I'm going Kyle Hamilton. That's that's what I think in game ball. So we're both on the same page for Ian Book getting the game ball for the offense um, because of his play. I mean, that's the thing is we kind of joked Correct. about you know how much Brian Kelly loves Ian Book and and we're being serious, but we're also just kind of having some fun with it. Uh, Vince does not actually think that he loves Ian Book more than his own children. <laughs> <laughs> we're just I think he some, might love them more than I love my own children. Right, right. Sure. We're just having some fun with it. But but I do think Ian's going to have a big game. And yeah. I and these are the kind of games Ian has always thrived in in the past as well. That's you know? a good point, um, yeah. You know, so that's what's kind of funny about his last four games. He's actually played really well against the good defenses, Pitt, uh, Clemson. He hasn't played very well against or BC, who I think is a, a good team. Uh, but he hasn't played as well against the bad defenses like North Carolina and Georgia Tech. So uh, I, I think this one is the one where he he looks he looks good and, and attacks deep and makes some plays down right. the field and and has a big day. And then defensively, you're going Dalen Hayes. I'm going yes, sir. Kyle Hamilton. 
and I think that Dalen Hayes could end up setting up Kyle Hamilton for some big some big plays as well. So sure, uh, I think both of those guys are, are going to need to finish strong. And I think the big thing for me, Vince, is my hope is that in this early in the third quarter, Dalen Hayes is out, Kyle Hamilton is out, Adio Gondiji is out, Nick McLeod is out, Sean Crawford is out. No targeting penalties in the second half that potentially right. we talked about Any, this in the other podcast. Anybody on the top level of any yeah. of these depth charts on the defense, get them out. out. <laughs> I'm not as worried about the offense because I mean, when was the last time you saw a targeting on an offensive player? Which drives me right. nuts, by the way, because I see running backs target on the regular all the time. But that's a different story. Um, so anyway, so that's kind of our prediction uh, for Notre Dame versus Syracuse. Uh, don't expect it to be a, a convincing win. Uh, or We expect it to be a convincing win. We're not concerned about it losing. And, and I think the big thing is just carry the momentum you have that you've gained the last few weeks, carry it into the bye week, feel really good about what you're doing. Don't have a lot of, you know, uh, things you need to correct from an attitude or an effort or a focus standpoint, really finish this thing off, limit your reps because you finish it off, go into the bye week as the number one seed, confident and ready to go beat what is going to be a very good, talented, and ticked off Clemson team. And as we found out the last several years, really since Dabo got this thing rolling in 2015, a ticked off Clemson is not a fun Clemson to play. But I think this is a Notre Dame team that can can play with them. And but we'll we'll dive all into that next week because we're going to have two full weeks to talk about um, to talk about Notre Dame versus Clemson. But the other thing too is uh, I think Tuesday before the Clemson game is signing day, yes. so the early signing period. So Vince, late next week into the week after, we will have some recruiting podcasts and videos to be looking forward to as well as Notre Dame gets ready to sign. Hopefully, uh, all of the committed players that are in the 2021 mm. class. So, thank you for joining us. Make sure you're locked into irishbreakdown.com. Uh, check out all of our articles. We'll have all of our predictions for Texas A&M and Auburn on the site because that's a game that we feel could definitely impact Notre Dame should they lose. Um, we have Clemson-Virginia Tech because, obviously, that's a big game because Clemson's got to win that one to clinch a spot in the ACC title game. They don't, they've got to win to get in. I mean, they're – you know, they could get some help from Miami losing one of these next two games. But, you know, they've got to – they win and they're in. So, this is – that's a big one. I have plenty going on with some other preview stuff of the Syracuse game. I have some recruiting stuff next week, so stay locked into that. Make sure you subscribe to our Irish Breakdown channel on YouTube. And hopefully in the next week or two, we're going to have some news. Uh, we uh, did some – some signing on the dotted line today regarding our podcast. So we're excited about that, but we're going to wait to get through a couple other hurdles here. Uh, so hopefully we're going to have some news. It's not going to affect you a whole lot. It's going to affect us a lot uh, and hopefully help us to continue to grow this thing. But to the people that listen to us on a regular, thank you guys so, so much. We had a great month of November on the podcast. We had a great month of November on the website. We launched our YouTube channel. So it's an exciting time to be part of Ice Breakdown. And really the reason we do it is because of y'all. And the reason we're successful is because of y'all. So um, on behalf of Vince and myself, you know, thank y'all so much for being part of what we're doing and we're just getting started. So make sure you stay with us. So uh, good luck on Saturday to the, to all the seniors and everybody that's playing their final games and, and everyone that's going to watch the game. Enjoy, be safe, and we'll talk to you again soon.